What's going on guys and welcome to May's episode of Plus Club, the show where we play the games offered on PlayStation Plus throughout the month and at the end of the month we talk about them. My name's Seth and joining me today is Sarah on my left and on your right and Chevy is up in the box here to discuss all the games we played in May, which are FIFA 22, Tribes of Midgard and Curse of the Dead Gods. Before we talk about those games though, we do not as of right now, as of day of recording, we don't have the PlayStation Plus games for June. Um, but apparently it, it's been leaked every month. There's always an apparent leak of what those games will be. So take this with a grain of salt. It's most likely wrong, but if it's not, I guess we, we know early, uh, those games are theorized to be God of War 2018, Nardo to Bordo, Bordo, Shinobi Striker and Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. What do we think about these games? If they are true, take it with a grain of salt, Chevy. Um, I do think it's interesting bringing it to if they are true fighter slash brawler type games in one month. Yeah. Um, which I mean, honestly, it would just be easy, and then God of War would also be easy because I've already beaten it. So. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a pretty um, easy month. Which is probably good, anyways, because um, I know both of us, or all three of us, are uh, taking some time off this month. So. True. Yeah. Um. Any other thoughts? It's a nice, easy Not month. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. So God of War, uh, I, I, I've beat that game. I'm a huge fan of it. It was game of the year that year for me. So um, there's a big spoiler for you. What I'll think of this, if it is, in fact, um, a game we'll be discussing on Plus Club. But um, yeah, Naruto, Debordo, Shinobi Striker. I assume that's some kind of fighting game or brawler type game. I don't know. Never, never looked into it. Um, I'll be interested in trying that just because I'm, it's not on my radar. So I like playing games that I would have never played otherwise. Um, it's one of my favorite things about PlayStation Plus for me personally. So uh, definitely curious to see if I like or hate or somewhere in between this game. And then Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Um, didn't that come out semi-recently? I don't, I don't even rem- I, I, have no idea. I remember when it came out, people were saying like pretty good things about it, which I was surprised by. Um so, again, another game that's not on my radar, another game that I most likely would not have picked up on my own. So, if that is, in fact, a game that we are getting next month, I will be curious to check it out and review it. Um, but outside of that, like you kind of said, easy month, one game I've already beat, already got my hard opinion out, so I'll be revisiting it. And then uh, two games that uh, you know seem short and sweet and uh, won't uh, take away too much of my time from other games that I actually want to play. So, yeah, Sarah. Um, I've actually not played God of War, so uh, I kind of disagree. I don't know that it's going to be an easy month because I feel like I'm going to be inclined to just beat it. Mm. Um, plus, then there's uh, two other games that I have no idea what they are. You excited for them? So I don't know. Super excited? I don't know. <laughs> Oh my we'll god, I love Naruto, but I've never heard her play to this game. Played of this game. Huh? Um Yeah. Anything else on those? No, I'm I'm just um stuck on having to beat God of War next month. Easy month. <laughs> All right, well let us know in the comments what do you guys think about these leaks? Do you think they're real? Do you not think they're real? If you do think they are, are you excited for this month? Um if you're playing these games, uh hold on your opinions we'll talk about the end of the month and if these are not the games replying well i guess we'll we'll find out all together um yeah and then uh huh true yeah (laughs) 
And uh, yeah, quick reminder as well, uh, Oxygen Not Included is our game of the month uh, that we played throughout May. We will be discussing that tomorrow on Game of the Month and picking a brand new Game of the Month for June. So come back for that as well and come back to find out our thoughts on that game. All right, let's jump into the games we did play in May. And again, those were FIFA 22, Tribes of Midgard, and Curse of the Dead Gods. I feel like we should start with Tribes of Midgard. So if you didn't get a chance to play Tribes of Midgard, it is a one and up to 10 player cooperative cooperative um, survival roguelike style game, um, defense game, where you essentially have to protect a fortress. Uh, there's a tree. I think it's Igris. Igris Yggdrasil, uh, and a bunch of enemies attack it every night. Um, and you go day by day going around uh, finding resources to upgrade your weapons and gear. You can also upgrade vendors that give you um, all these options for gear and weapons. And you can upgrade um, defenses to the fortress. Slightly limited. We'll talk about that. And yeah, you fight all these enemies that keep attacking every day. Giants will show up. And they kind of test where you guys are at, almost like a skill check. And you continue on and on and on. You can leave at any time. You can get defeated and you can win. And you start all over again. The biggest way of, uh, or any way of progression in this game is there is a uh, season that has cosmetic unlockables. And it has classes you can unlock um, through certain accolades you accomplish by playing the game and gives you different ways to play the game. We all played it, and let's start with Chevy when it comes to Travis and Midgard. What'd you think? Okay. Um, I mean, so right off the bat, um, you know, the the aesthetic of the game um, is fine, though I do, I am a little burnt out. <laughs> I think everyone's kind of doing the, or has been doing the, uh, like, North North uh, Viking, like, style look or whatever. Mm-hmm. For a while, so I'm I'm a little tired of it. Not that I I don't like it. I just um, I feel like I've played a lot of it lately. So um, I was a little kind of like not in the right mindset to be playing. Anyone who played it. That being said, um, I think it plays just fine. Um, it's got a lot of you know, like you kind of said, mixed features from a bunch of different games. Um, and once you kind of get the hang of it, um, you know, there's the, plenty of tasks to do there. That being said, I do think it makes it difficult to play with less players. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely a game that is geared for a, you know, I would I would say even four uh, is kind of the minimum you would need. Uh, I could be wrong. I didn't play enough to get like a solid feel for the game, but I feel like uh, if you go under four, you'd be at a huge disadvantage playing the game. I think playing with less than 10 is a huge disadvantage. I played online with a bunch of random people, and uh, I was like, this is how the game's supposed to be played. Even with people all doing their own random things, I felt like more was getting accomplished than like a small team of people. The difficulty does seem to scale, but the sheer amount of things that need to be achieved in a certain amount of time and the amount of enemies showing up really lends itself to a larger group of people. For sure. Um <sighs> You know, that being said, um, some of the things I like about it, I like the um, the exploration aspect of it because um, I do believe it is seed-based, so you every time you play your map's different or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I like that. Uh, I like being able to go and find things. It also has a very uh, like Terraria-esque like, progression where like the further you go out, the rarer the resources get, yada, yada, yada. Um, and, I, and I do um, enjoy that kind of stuff. Um, I'm not the biggest like roguelike fan, and it definitely 
falls into that um, just because I don't really like starting over constantly. And just for anybody who maybe is like confused about the idea of the roguelike comparison, um, I only bring that up because you go as far as you can in a run and then you start a run over again from square one again and you keep going and there's a lot of random elements. So even though it does have a lot of other things going on in it, like we already said, yes. um, it, it definitely has a very strong roguelike um, influence. Yeah. And, and another example of something we played that, that um, kind of had a similar vibe was I think it was called Icarus, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a survival game where you, you know, ran missions essentially, but you started from scratch every time with the exception of like the things you purchase with your currency to give you kind of yeah. head start better and better, you know, every time you go through. But, um, I just don't like starting over. Like that's, it's a huge turnoff for me. So, um, but other than that, I mean, it played fine. Um, it had a lot of stuff going on for, it. Uh, I do like that you can also share stuff by dropping it in the box um resources you know armor etc um has a very strong co-op um emphasis on it um which i i think is is good as well um you know i think honestly the one thing um that i had the hardest time with was the fact that um, if you don't have a lot of people between defending your base and then the occasional giant dude um, heading towards the base at the same time like that when we finally uh, did lose that the match we, we that I joined you guys on it was just we got overwhelmed so um, yeah I don't really have a, a, a whole lot more like gameplay wise like graphically it looks fine um, it kind of fits in you know it's an indie style game so um I have no complaints there. Um, there were no like technical issues. Game played like great. So yeah, that's pretty much my thoughts on it. All right. Um, all fair. I'll go next. Um, so this is a game that uh, I was curious about before it came out. When it came out, I wanted to pick it up, but I just never pulled the trigger on it because it kind of looked like eh, it could be good, could be could be bad. So I was actually really excited uh, when this got announced for um, PlayStation Plus because I didn't have to pull the trigger on it. It got pulled for me, and I get to play it and uh, check it out um to my surprise uh this game is not uh nearly as good as i was hoping it'd be um so that and and this is going to be a theme this month um a lot of surprises for me um yeah i don't know where to begin so the the core concept is interesting um but if i'm being honest after about three or four runs i was burnt out um, I was already kind of done with the idea of playing this. And I think the biggest reason for that was that there is no actual real progression. You unlock some classes and they're all different from each other, but they're not that interesting of classes. And there's not a lot of room in their skill trees that's temporary per round that make them make you want to go through and rebuild them different ways. Um, surviving uh you know day to day is kind of a fun little mini game it feels like but as like a core game i could sink a lot of time into i can only do the same run over and over again so many times with randos or, or friends and start from square one again um it unlocks uh you unlock 
uh, cosmetics you can wear, which I don't think any of the styles look particularly good and they're very cartoony and they don't take themselves serious, which I can appreciate, but it definitely has almost a Fortnite feel when people are wearing like really ridiculous outfits at a Viking game, especially because I haven't been playing the game. This is on season three, I think now. I haven't been playing the game since it came out, so I never got to experience it as a Viking game. Um, I'm experiencing it as like a wild, um, like Ubisoft uh, game where everyone's wearing like uh, crazy outfits and uh, you know I've unlocked a couple things here or there and some of my outfits kind of ridiculous looking and then other parts of it are the more traditional stuff you wear so um, you know for anybody who's excited about unlocking that kind of stuff like you know a teddy bear outfit or something like that um, or dinosaur <laughs> outfit in a viking game um, to show off that you unlocked it you went through the season uh, more power to you but um, it doesn't do much for me uh, visually because the game already doesn't look that great and that's fine gameplay is pretty fun but um, in a game that I'm not really too interested on how it looks because it doesn't look that, that great. Um, the outfits don't really uh, add any flavor for me in wanting to unlock them. Um, the gameplay is a interesting loop. Like I said, I had fun with it, but I did become burnt out on it quickly because you can spend a lot of time on one run, which is I can appreciate it. Um, especially when you're working together to complete objectives like building a mill, building a shipyard, um, building up uh, defenses to the fortress. Um, but everything's a bit minimal. So like um, you can build up um, archer towers, but you can you, you upgrade them three times and at the end you can give them the types of arrows they shoot. I think it'd be a lot cooler if you could decide what kind of defenses were on those archer towers, uh, more like a tower defense. Um, upgrading the walls to defend against people trying to break in um, feels at first exciting to try and get all built up but eventually it's just like the same thing happening every single night where you just stand outside and you fight the enemies and it never feels like big risk big reward anything like that it's just like all right we we beat them all repair some stuff that got hit or we got fucked and it's over um there's not really a, any variation to it the exploration is fun because it's um, a seed so it's all random but the map always is the layout's always very similar in my experience i've only played like five different runs um it's just more like where the biomes are located uh is where it gets more random which um it's fun because you can't just start out and go okay we need the desert and you just run there every single time you have to explore but um Again, doing this over and over again without any kind of like hard progression um, becomes tedious. And the temporary classes, um, again, are not interesting enough for me to, um, I, I guess, want to keep coming back. I kind of equate the uh, feeling of this uh, the same as like Call of Duty Zombies. It's fun to hop in, shoot some stuff and see how far you can get, how many waves you can get in. Um, but without anything really to show for it outside of, oh, I got these classes unlocked and I got the teddy bear outfit or the dinosaur outfit. There's not really much else going on in it. The gameplay is fine, but it's like um, pretty basic. So it's nothing really exciting. And that's pretty much the whole scope and scale of the game for me is it's it's fine. It needs something, I think. Um, and it does feel kind of like I don't want to say throwaway because that sounds insulting. I don't think it's like a bad game, but it does feel like an idea that wasn't fully realized in a way that is addicting to play, but it's like a cool foundation. And I honestly don't even know what they could add to it to make it much better unless there's some kind of like permanent progression over time. But um, even then, I don't think the gameplay is, is interesting enough. Um, I just don't want to talk too much negatively about it because like the first like three runs I did, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. I could see myself playing this. And then by the fourth one, I was like, how many times am I going to start on day one 
and get to like day 15 and everybody starts struggling there and uh, we got our, you know, all our stuff built up and it's going to be the same next time we play. It's always going to be the same. It's always going to be the same. It's like a fucking, it's like an endless nightmare. Um, it's almost good, but it's not. So, um, yeah, it, you know, I'm glad I didn't buy this game, honestly. Um, I mean, I've bought worse, but uh, I am glad I got to play it. I got to check it out, and uh, I think it's got some cool ideas, but overall, I think it falls pretty flat. It's uh, It kind of loses its charm very fast, in my opinion. Um, and again, this is coming from a guy who was uh, pretty interested in playing this, so uh, that's my honest opinion. It just kind of like came over me as I was playing it more and more. I was like, oh no, dude, this is not <laughs> this is not that great of a game. And I wasn't expecting it to be like amazing, but I was hoping I could be like, oh, like I play Godfall, okay? Like I, it's 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 a much better game than Tries Midgard, but like you know, a lot of people give that game shit, and I play that, so I'm down to play a lot of multiplayer games, but uh, this one. I honestly do not think I'm ever going to play again. So that's my impression of Tribes of Midgard. Sarah. Um, you're sorry. You're crack up the whole time. I'm laughing like, I love because, this game so much. No, no, no. Because I, I feel almost exactly the same way about it um, as you do. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I also was looking forward to trying this game because it's one that I, I think it's been on my Steam wish list for like the entire time it's been out. Um, and I've never picked it up, but yeah, I, I f- feel like the game is quite repetitive, um, and there's not really anything that you're gaining from a run, it feels like. Um, there's a lot of things going on, but there's not a lot of depth to any of it, so it doesn't feel, like I said, engaging or rewarding. Um, the interface, I feel like, is lacking. Um, yeah, even the main menu comes off almost like a fucking mobile game. Yeah. It comes off really cheap. Yeah. Just kind of like slapped together. Yeah. It's kind of how the whole game feels like they Mm -hmm. just slapped a bunch of things together and, and if this game was on phone, I think it'd be a game changer like that. I'd be like, that's a cool phone game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like. On the surface, when I started to play it, I was intrigued because it seems like there's a lot of um, variety in the gameplay um, and like what you can do, Um, but it all just kind of fell flat for me. Um, You know, I I love a game that has different classes, but none of these classes felt impactful. and some of them seem like they would take forever to unlock, so I just not even engaged enough with the game to to invest that amount of time into trying some of the other classes that sounded more interesting. And the ones I did play weren't actually as interesting as they sounded, so I don't even know if that would be worth it. Um, yeah, I I don't know if I have much else to add besides what you've already said. Um, yeah, the, the I was immediately put off by the little robot friend yeah, that they the give drone. you at the beginning. Yeah. I was like, this isn't, that's not right. Yeah, I log in, it's like, here's your pet. And I'm like, oh, there's pets in the game? And it's like a robotic drone. And I'm like, okay, so they're just like, they're just having fun, whatever, that's cool. But then I'm running around with it, I'm like, I'm gonna get rid of this thing. F- like, it's taking me out. Yeah, I feel like if they were, if they're gonna give you like a, whatever, like a free little robot, not robot, like a free little pet thing, 
the first one should at least be like within the lore of the game. Norse mythology. Yeah. Like a little Fenrir or something. Yeah. Not just a drone with lights Not on it. Not a DJI Mavic fucking 3. <laughs> it's got a 4K exactly. camera on it. Like, why do I have this? Comes from the future. Yeah. Yeah, the, the game looks boring. It damn ends up being boring. The menu just feels bo- everything just feels flat. I guess would be the best way to describe. Interesting. I think Chevy had the least critical take <laughs> on this, which is weird. I played it the least, so yeah, yeah. I actually played it like for hours. I played it quite a bit. Um, one night I played with randos, like 10 of us, and we got to day 15, which is just like an endless uh, night uh, sequence at that point. Plus, it's so cold out that you're freezing nonstop. And uh, people kept quitting out and joining and quitting out and joining up, joining. But there's like a core like five of us who kept trying to stay. And we're like we were just in an endless cycle, of, like defending the fortress nonstop because nobody could go and kill the, the giant. And I was just like. I'm just going to bail, dude. I can't, I can't do Like we were doing it for like 40, 50 minutes. Like I, I'm going to go. This is, we hit a, we hit a, a, a cap. Like we were done here. Yeah. I, I kind of like the idea that it's like a, what, like a 10 player game. Yeah. That, yeah. It's a cool idea. Um, but at the same time, it just feels unrealistic. Um, you know, even when we played with what, six people, it just, I don't know. It almost feels like too many people you have to rely on to to do the thing. That's not that exciting. It was almost easier to play with a bunch of randos because everybody wasn't communicating, but everybody's just dropping off all their old gear in the chest. And there mm-hmm. was enough people on the map just randomly going on doing things that things are just getting accomplished without communication. But when you're playing with friends, you're like, oh, it's a co-op game. We should talk to each other. And like, it felt like less was getting accomplished because less of us, but also like we're trying to coordinate things. Whereas like if you're playing with like, you know, 10 people and some people are like, I know exactly what we're supposed to do. And other people are like, I'll just follow that guy. Like things are just kind of happening. I'm sure if you're playing with like nine other people, they were all close friends and you place enough, it'd be a much tighter mm-hmm. um, group. But uh, yeah, playing with the randos, I was like, this is how the game's supposed to be played. <laughs> it just felt like everything was going well until that 15th day. Yeah. Anything else? No. All right, let's jump into recommendations. Um, I will start. Uh, if you like cooperative top-down roguelikes, maybe check this out. If you like survival games, but knowingly that it, it being temporary, you don't have any um, like constant progression, I would check this out. If you like cooperative games in general where you have to work with friends to do things, uh, this is 10-player, so that's pretty cool. Um, If you're into Viking stuff, but you're not opposed to drones with Vikings (laughs) or dinosaur outfits, um, you might want to check this out. Because even though I do kind of agree with Chevy when he says there's um, a lot of Norse stuff coming out as of the last like five years, I don't think there's that much either so i think there's room for something to make something good and everybody's just kind of making meh meh yeah exactly so um yeah if you if you're not burnt out on viking stuff um and you don't mind looking at a a pretty bad looking game um (laughs) i would i would check this out uh if you like games that are challenging again with co-op 
you can play by yourself too, but I would not. Don't do it. Don't do that to yourself. Um, but if you like games that have a challenge, these giants are are pretty tough. They'll come cruising in. They scale over time, and it takes a bunch of people to kind of like work work on them and whittle them down over time. And uh, it feels good when you accomplish that. So um, maybe loosely, if you're into uh, Dark Souls or Shadow of the Colossus, toppling um, you know an enemy that seems very um, um, intense. Uh, you might dig this. Outside of that, though, it's a hard recommendation because I don't. I think a, a certain group of people are going to be into this game, and a lot of people are not. Even if you played it and enjoyed it, you'll probably fall out of it pretty quickly, like I did, because I don't think there's enough to keep you there. But I think there will be some dedicated people to this game, um, just because it it might be filling a niche that does not exist really. Um, and so, if it sounds interesting to you, check it out for sure. But I don't, I, I'm skeptical to assume a lot of people would like this game, but I could be wrong. I'd be happy to be wrong. Do you guys have recommendations? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, the only thing I, go ahead. I was just going to say, I, I would maybe recommend this game if you like, were approaching it from like a party game perspective. Like if you just want a quick game to play with a bunch of your friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It should be a, should be a mode in Mario party. <laughs> you do it for five minutes and then move on. Something, something, not a whole game, not a whole game <laughs> like this. Chevy. Um, yeah, the only thing I was really going to add is like, you know, resource, resource gathering and crafting. Mm. Um, you know, if that's appealing, that is, um, a very major element of the gameplay cycle. Um, I mean, other than that, it's kind of difficult because I think that everything it does, um, you could probably find another game that does it better. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it does anything like exceptional, but the idea is an interesting enough idea that y- you'll not be bored at first. Yeah. So there's a lot of resource gathering, but then I feel like the actual like crafting is really underwhelming. Yeah, I think they should add more. Yeah. Um, just more things to be able to do, more tasks, more jobs. Um more defenses, dude. I love tower defense games. Here's 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 what I want from this game. I love tower defense games. Make it more like a tower defense. You already got a good base. Keep mm-hmm. what you got, but allow people to unlock different towers that they can bring in. And so you can put them like outside of the fortress. You don't have to be able to build them everywhere, but just have like a range outside the fortress and in the fortress where you can build like certain kind of defenses, spike walls, maybe uh um things that throw like fire bombs every like you know 10 seconds something like that so you can get really like creative with the um the final defense i think that would be pretty cool i actually would like that a lot because like i said i love tower defense games so but this doesn't have much options yeah all right uh anything else all right i'm gonna grade this and i'm gonna um, this is my redemption arc and uh, if you guys don't like my grade i apologize last month i got uh I got somebody upset with me over on Reddit um, that I graded everything within the B range. Um, so uh, this this is for you. I'm going to give this a C plus. Um, going pretty low, but um, pretty much with what I already said, it's a cool concept and there's a couple things I like about it. And for a couple runs, it's fun. But it's lack of depth makes it so it's almost impossible for me to want to keep playing it so the game feels shallow to me and i don't want to make that sound super negative or like i'm insulting it it's a cool idea but there's just not enough to it 
and it doesn't have a whole lot of other redeeming qualities outside of that it is a 10-player cooperative game, which I think is really cool. Um, but like graphically, it doesn't look great. The idea is cool, but doesn't really execute perfectly. And everything that it does do when it comes to defense is pretty shallow. Uh, combat is pretty shallow. And the cooperative experience is not as cooperative as I would like. Um, and so, yeah, overall, I just feel kind of like lackluster when it comes to this game. It is like a small game, probably with a small dev. So um, I apologize to them. But yeah, it's C+. It, it's not memorable. I'll forget about it after I install it. So uh, let's go over to Chevy. What would you grade it? I actually completely agree with the C+. Um, I think it is you know, baseline an okay game with a, a couple redeeming features. So I think it bumps it up a little bit. Um, I don't really have like huge negatives to say about it other than, you know, kind of like what has been said is, uh, you know, I, I don't really, nothing really makes me want to play it again. So, um, in fact, I'll probably honestly never touch it again. So, um, yeah, I think C plus is pretty fair. Yeah, I would probably go to a B minus if there was anything to the game that made me want to come back and play it. Um, Cause everything about it, like nothing's like bad. It's just like whatever, but I'm just kind of, I'm just done. Like the concept, I, I get it. I, uh, I tasted it and I don't need to taste it again. Like it's over. So Sarah. Um, I agree. I don't think it's a bad game. Um, uh, I do think it's underwhelming and uh, I'm going to give it a C minus cause I do think it's a below average game. Dang. So C ranged game, which I mean, looking at it kind of, and after playing it, it does, does kind of feel like a C range game, but, um, yeah. Anything else you guys want to say on that? Let us know in the comments, what you guys think of tribes of Midgard? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Are you somewhere in between like us? Do you think C range is fair? Would you go B? Would you go D? Maybe you'll love this game and you give it an A. Um, let us know what you think of it, what you like about what you don't like about it in the comments below. Uh, second game we played this month was FIFA 22. I don't really need to describe this, I don't think, but I'm gonna. FIFA 22 is a soccer game where you play soccer or for people who are not in the United States, football. Um, you run around a huge field in shorts, you kick a ball, you hope it goes in the, the net, past the goalie, and uh, you score points when you do that. I'm not a big soccer guy, but I, I think I got the concept down. And then this also has a campaign mode where you can play as a team manager or play part of the team, which you would probably assume. And it has a Volta mode or Volta, I don't remember, uh, which is a 4v4 online um, soccer mode that's like street soccer, but there's power-ups. There's three classes. You can level up and unlock new skills for those classes in case you want to have a more um, ridiculous um, version of soccer to play with friends. Um, we all played it. Who went first last time, Chevy? Me. Okay, uh, let's start with Sarah this time. What'd you think of FIFA 22 in May? Um, I uh, wasn't expecting to like FIFA that much, but um, I kind of did like it. Um, I think as much as I could expect to like a sports game like this, I'm just not really into them in general. Um, one thing I 
felt like FIFA does that some of the other sports games I've played do is that um, I, th- I think it's quite accessible. Um, it was really easy to jump in and just play. It doesn't seem like overly complicated or advanced. Um, you know, I, I would hope that that does exist, like on like a higher difficulty for people who do play these games and who enjoy these games. But want the full experience. Um, yeah, for from my perspective as someone who's not going to invest the time into like learning that I don't really know that much about soccer Um, I appreciated that I could just jump in and play a match um, pretty easily Um, I felt like the story wasn't over the top like a lot of times I feel like they can be and pretty straightforward they're like hey this guy's trying out yeah pretty good all right, join the soccer We're team. Run down the street real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Wasn't a lot of like fanfare or like kind of annoying over the top stuff. So I appreciated that. Um, I thought the character creation was pretty good. Um, better than I was expecting it to be. Super streamlined um, too in that in that intro sequence. They just really teach you and make you create things in a really fast way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I kind of liked that you can just make a character really quickly, really easily. Um, and then later you get the opportunity to customize them more. So I think it's cool for someone like me who likes to do a lot of character customization mm-hmm. um, without forcing you into that. Um, you can just pick from the like three default settings in the beginning. Um what you want to look like and if that's all you care about that's all you got to do yeah it offers as much as you want from it yeah in terms of uh how personally you want to get with the game yeah um i was intrigued with the idea of being able to play as a manager of a team um and i tried to kind of play with that a little bit but um that was a little bit less accessible, <laughs> at least for me. And, and to be fair, I didn't spend that much time doing it. Um, I I don't know that I know or care enough about soccer to be willing to invest the amount of time I would need to invest into playing that game mode, but I think it's interesting they offer it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't have a whole lot more to say. It's just kind of not really my style of game or something that I'm that interested in. Sure. Um, what went next last time? So, uh, Chevy, you want to give us your impressions? Yeah. Um, I mean, in a very similar fashion, I'm also not largely into sports games. Um, though I have from time to time enjoyed one. Um, my biggest concern going into this game is every time I play an EA sports game of, of recent time or even 2k, uh, the button layout is uh, like finger gymnastics mm-hmm. to, to play a game, and, and I'm just not really into that. Um, I get it. They want you to feel like more involved in the gameplay loop, but uh, I don't, yeah, not. I, I don't like the subject matter enough, so it's hard for me to want to invest time to learn um, the nuances. Um, I do think, uh, like Sir said, with, with FIFA, uh, the controls are straightforward, and it's really easy 
board note for someone who's, who has not played one of these games. I don't think I've ever played a FIFA to be honest. Um, I immediately picked it up and was able to play it. And, uh, that's a great thing because the, uh, the accessibility is there for sure. Customer creator is also pretty good. Uh, I, it's not like amazing, but it does exactly what it needs to do. And I appreciate that. Um, I don't appreciate that every sports game ever forces you to go through some random cutscene when you turn the game on. Uh, I kind of wish it would just go to a menu and if you choose story mode, then you can do all that stuff. Um, but nitpick really. Uh, I did not play this by myself. I played this with one other person um, and surprisingly had a pretty decent amount of fun with it, especially being able to just chit chat with them while playing. Um, my only complaint is the ability to do co-op in like, let's say you have one friend you're trying to play with and you want to play it together on the same team. Um, to my knowledge, and please tell me if I'm wrong, uh, you have to, the only way you can do that is to do it online. There's there's no like, uh, with other people involved, there's no like, you and your buddy can play against AI mode, to my knowledge. There is a couch co-op version, but not an online component one, which I think is a little bizarre. Yeah, it seems weird. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, the multiple modes is a good thing too, especially if you're a fan of the sport. You know, you get a street ball, you get like the normal, um, you know, uh, legit soccer or whatever that has the typical card thing that a lot of these games have where you can like, you know, get other players, um, you know, make your dream team type of deal. There's a point system for that too. I kind of messed with it a little bit because originally I thought that's how the co-op was going to work was in that mode. Apparently that's not the case. Um yeah, and, and overall, um, I found it really easy to get into. I think that's kind of my biggest um, point I want to make with, with my impression of it, because I honestly expected to be like frustrated when I started playing it, and that was just not the case at all. It was really, my frustration was there's no co-op. Um, but like actually accessing everything, it was really easy to, to figure out, and um, the controls were simple enough that even, you know, someone... You know, like myself, who who just doesn't care about sports at all, could still hop in and you know have a good time. So um, I surprisingly enjoyed my my time with the game. So I'm seeing a, a common uh, thing here. Um, I also have no interest in sports. I don't play sports games. I mean, I like MMA games, but um, you know, more traditional sports. I don't really play them, but we do play them on here. Uh, when we get them on PlayStation Plus. So that's pretty much the extent of my experience with like sports games in the last 15 years, 20 years, I don't know. Um, so yeah, going into any sports game, I kind of assume I'm going to be playing like MLB The Show and, uh, you know, it's going to be like you just get in there and, and play some baseball and learn how to play this. And uh, um this game is very easy to get into. I uh, I literally started up going like, all right, here we go. I got to learn the game. And uh, <laughs> I figured out like instantly. I was like, oh, they got this like fine tuned. They got this dialed in. Um, and I'll, I'll just cut to it. This is legit the best uh, traditional sports game I've ever played. Um, I actually found myself impressed with it when I was playing it. Um, I think graphically looks good. It's trying to look realistic uh, when you're actually playing like a game. Um, how immersive it is and, and almost like you're watching a sports game with the sound design, um, all the players running around, animated really good. 
the way the ball transitions from uh, character to character and you're sitting there just pressing the buttons, controlling it. But you're, it's like you're watching all these individual people in the field playing, but you're controlling them. Even like the net physics, when you kick the ball in and watching the goalie jump around and then at, you know, when you score a shot, you can have your character do like either a random thing or like their specific signature, like um, celebration move. All this stuff I was like really impressed with for some reason. I was like, this is like a legit game. Like this, no wonder people like FIFA. Like this is a triple A <laughs> fucking game. Like they, they really put some money into this game. Um, but it doesn't even end there. The, the game plays super smooth. Um, soccer is pretty straightforward. So like, it's easy for anyone to get into. It's not like football where you gotta, you know, learn a lot of the technicalities, I guess. Um, it's just kick that ball into that fucking goal. Um, so it's, it's pretty easy to get into people. Huh? <laughs> And don't like literally tackle people. Yeah, I did that a couple times. Got in trouble. It's like, yeah, okay, that's the thing you can do. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I was just really, really impressed with uh, with how streamlined the uh, the controls and how fluid the gameplay was. Uh, again, the the way they got this engine dialed in to uh, have that ball being passed around so many different characters seamlessly like that is is really impressive. Um, the intro also wasn't annoying to me. Um, your guy literally wakes up and they're like, Hey, you gotta, you gotta make it to the stadium. You gotta try out and your guy's all nervous and shit. And you meet a couple celebrity soccer player people. I'm assuming I know, I know David Beckham, <laughs> but like the other guys, he's like, Whoa, who's this? And I'm at least like, Whoa, it's this guy. He's a legend. I'm like, I don't know who that is, but I'm, I'll take your word for it. Um, but yeah, it was, it was just like, you know, you're running around and I thought it was actually really creative because it has this like fast pace, almost cinematic element to it where you're running through the town and you're like kicking the ball around and it's teaching you how to play in that way while also showing this like narrative that's not just you staying in a field going like, all right, to do this, press this. And you just do that. Um, it gets to a point like that. But the beginning, I think, is a really interesting um, way to present a um, tutorial. Also in that you create your character. Um, at one point you dress your character. They're like dress nice. So I put on some sweats and a white shirt. Um which was funny to watch my guy walk around this party with everybody dressed up in suits. And my guy just looks like he's schlubbing around. Um, you were going grocery shopping. Exactly. Yeah. They're like, wear something <laughs> nice. I'm like, I'm going to find the worst thing I can wear just because you told me what to do. Um, my finest sweatpants. Exactly. Yeah. They're probably very expensive. They were in that store, but, Clean. but uh, they're still sweatpants and uh, I'm not impressed. I had some like sneakers, just some normal fucking like vans looking sneakers or some shit. Stupid looking. Um, so yeah, that was uh, that was really cool. Um, that whole sequence, I, I was not expecting that because sports games always have like some really dorky narrative that I'm just like, oh god, but this is like, oh, okay, I'm just trying out. Cool, let's let's do it. Um, so gameplay is cool. The graphics are good. I think the physics are good. Um, again, I'm really impressed with how. I mean, this might just because I don't I, I don't play sports games, but like and playing other sports sports games. Um, I wasn't as impressed with them as this one for some reason, like just the, the ball transition, the way it's kicked around and how seamless it is. It's just really, really well done. Um, also this is like a full, uh, suite of, of content. Um, you get past that tutorial part and you're met with a menu where you can go play just normal games, play campaign, you can manage some teams. And then I also saw the Volta mode. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And, uh, you know, I opened that up and I'm like, they could have just sold this as its own like game for like 30 bucks, but it's added in this. So, um, 
if it felt like some pretty good value for this game if you would have bought it. I mean, I got on PlayStation Plus and I was like, it's a full ass game. There's like like if you're a soccer fan, this is the game you're gonna want to play for sure. It's got a lot of shit for you. Um when you're playing in the um the it's not campaign, but there's a career. Uh when you're playing in the career mode, your character can like level up, which I think is interesting. You can become proficient at certain roles in your um uh, soccer squad. I don't know. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I want to say like you're going to play healer or DPS or whatever in, in any other game. But in this, I'm like, I'm going to be the kicker. I'm going to be the guy who's good at defense. I don't, I don't know anything about this. Um, it's just your team. Isn't it? So yeah, yeah. Just, uh, just part of the team. Um, so that was cool. But also when I was playing the Volta mode, um, I, I think it was half people and half NPCs. I think it was filling up, um, um, Characters that weren't being played by real people with NPCs because one of them was just kicking a ball into a wall over and over again. Um, seemed confused, but it, it's it was a cool mode. Um, you level up independently in that mode. Um, you do pick a class in that one, and um, you do level up those classes, um, and then you um, customize that character individually f- from your actual character you made in um, uh, the the career mode. Even though you can import that character over, but the outfits you wear in this mode are like a lot crazier. They're more like tribes of Midgard where you could have like a drone and a dinosaur suit. Um, but it's fitting cause it feels separate, but it's also the same engine. So it plays really good, really smooth. And it's, it's interesting because like you're playing on a smaller court. So, or, or field, um, because you're on the street and there's only four of you versus four. And, uh, I found myself having fun with it. So, um, pretty much everywhere in this game, I was enjoying myself and I was impressed with the game itself, which I was not expecting at all i i was just kind of expecting to go yeah sports whatever and play it appreciate th- certain things and not care about certain things and move on with my life but um actually did have quite a bit of fun playing this um so yeah really interesting um i remember too before playing this you typically get like the the normal any anytime we discuss uh, stuff like this on a uh, plus club specifically over on reddit uh, when it comes to sports games, a lot of people are like, eh, not excited for that. Nah, not excited for that. But FIFA, I was getting a couple people going like, oh, I'm really excited for FIFA. Like me and my brother played or, oh, yeah, I'm really excited for FIFA. It's, you know, FIFA's really good. I'm like, maybe, maybe it is. I don't, <laughs> are you sure? And uh, I played, I'm like, no, that, I I feel like this is the best sports game I've played. It's, it feels top notch. It's, it's, uh, it was interesting. So anyway, I could talk about it longer, I think, but um, you pretty much got my, uh, my thoughts on it. it's much better than I thought it was going to be. So that was a fun surprise. Um, did we get everybody impressions? Okay. So let's jump into recommendations. Does anybody else want to start first? Okay. Who did last time? I did. Uh, I'll go ahead then. It's pretty easy. Um, I mean, I think the, the obvious <laughs> ones are if you're into soccer and sports games, um, you should, probably check this out and i feel like if you're into soccer games you probably already own it but um because i don't know what other options you really have out there um i would even say if you're not necessarily into to sports games um you know it is easy to get into it's a good i think it's a good starting point if you're even curious um yeah uh I don't know if there's really much else you can add to that. It's kind of hard because it's, it's a soccer game. So if you're into <laughs> yeah. soccer, you should play it if you haven't for some reason. But if you are even remotely 
interest at all in going like, what are soccer games like? I could easily recommend it because I'd be like, I haven't played a better sports game than this. So right. if you don't like this, you're probably not going to like a lot of them. But other than that, yeah. If you like, well, you can't play with teams. Except for in Voltamodum, I think you can. I think you could party up in that, but I didn't, I didn't play with anybody. Because I wasn't going to recommend it to people who maybe want to play co-op, but apparently that's not a thing. Unless it is, let us know you, in the comments. You can, just not against AI necessarily. You have to play against people. Ah. Yeah, that's that feels shitty. I feel like they, they could have done that easily. But oh well. Well. I also imagine if you're in a sport, you're probably more competitive-minded. So. Probably, yeah. You probably don't want to play against like real people, but um, I always enjoy when uh, you know they look out for everybody and people who don't want to play against actual people can play against uh, NPCs. But yeah, I don't really have much to add to that in terms of uh, recommendations. Sarah, you got anything? Mm, I I think Chevy touched on it a little bit, but uh, I would just also say that if you are maybe interested in getting into sports games but you've been intimidated with other ones like maybe try this yeah. one um yeah because i definitely think it's the easiest to pick up and play of any sports game i've i've experienced i got two um if you like micromanaging and managerial type stuff in games um this does have the uh the career mode where you can play as the manager of a team so that might be fun for you, especially if you're into sports. But even if you're not, maybe you still want to check it out. It's an option. Um, and then also, if you miss the old ridiculous sports games that are like crazy, like NFL Blitz and stuff from in the past, uh, this Volta mode in this is is kind of similar to that. It feels like a 64 PS2 era sports game that doesn't take itself serious at all. And so... Uh, you know, this has a whole other game inside of it, which I think is pretty cool. So um, I would recommend those as well. Because maybe you don't know. I had no idea going into it. I just saw that. I was like, what the fuck's that? I'm like, oh, that's cool that there's like, you know, it kind of felt like uh, you take this how you will. But it almost felt like Call of Duty when you hop into a call, a good Call of Duty. There'll be like a campaign, the online versus and then like some kind of zombie cooperative mode. And there's a little bit of different kind of flavors. You can stay in that game for a while and play different things. So. Um, this has a similar vibe to it, which is, uh, I think really cool. Anything else? All right. Who graded first last time I did? I'm pretty sure I did. Uh, Chevy, go ahead and, gr and uh, grade it. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give it a B. Um, I honestly think I would probably go a little higher if it had, um, at least for, if it does, I can't find it, uh, easily accessible co-op options because um, I would actually be inclined to probably play it from time to time if that was the case. Um, and that's coming from someone who I just I can't even think about the idea of even watching sports, let alone playing it. So, um, yeah, otherwise I think it, it was fine. I mean, I have some nitpicks here and there, but uh, I mean, I had, a, I had a pretty fun time, more than I was expecting to have. So, Yeah. Yeah, Sarah. Um, I would give this game a B plus. Um, yeah, I I just think it's a really good game. I think it's I think it um, won me over, and I don't like sports games, so I feel like that's all I deserve got. something for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I might piss people off with this. I don't know. I'm going to go with an A minus. I was really impressed with this game. Um, I wasn't bored. I thought it was fun. I thought the controls were clever. I thought the animations were really good. I thought the graphics were good. I thought the tutorial was smart and interesting. Um, I thought adding Volta mode is uh, an awesome addition. Um, I think that it offers uh, a manager addition to the career outside of also playing it. Uh, adds a lot of value to a game. And uh, I think the overall package is handled really well. And I was super impressed by it. So... Um, I was not expecting to go into this game giving giving it anywhere close to an A, but um, I don't have complaints, I, and I liked it. So um, soft A minus. I almost want to give it a B plus, but because it exceeded my expectations so much, I feel like I got to go higher. So um, yeah, and it seems like we all weren't expecting this game to be, um, I guess, fun. <laughs> like we weren't <laughs> we weren't expecting anything from it really. So um, it seems like it it surprised all of us. In that regard. All right. Anything else? All right. Let us know in the comments what you guys think of FIFA 22. Are you surprised by what we had to say about it? Did you play it? Did you not play it? If you didn't play it, why didn't you play it? If you did play it, what did you think of it? Did you like it? Did you not like it? If you're a FIFA fan, is this a good FIFA? Is there better FIFAs before? Um, maybe it's the worst one. You're like, bro, you liked that one? That's the worst FIFA. Um, I mean, if anything, that's good news, though. That would be great news. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I'm impressed yeah. with the worst game. Uh, the series, cool. And uh, what's some stuff? This, this game has a lot to offer. Is there stuff in there that we didn't uh, talk about, didn't play? Um, you know, I didn't spend all month playing it, so um, I didn't explore every nook and cranny, but uh, there's a lot going on. And um, when it comes to uh, what you do when you play FIFA, what's your favorite thing? Did you like being the manager? Did you like playing in career? Did you like just playing games? Um, did you play the Volta mode? Uh, let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below when it comes to FIFA 22. Last game we played in May was Curse of the Dead Gods, which is a hard, not hard as in difficulty, but just like straight up, it's a roguelike. Um, set up similar to... Um, uh, Slate of the Spire, interestingly enough, you go on runs, you have random paths, and you pick which path you go down, and as you complete a section of uh, of your run, you go back to the map, you pick another route, and you determine if you're going to go for uh, uh, a weapon upgrade, a new weapon, uh, currency, um, artifacts, and um, yeah, it's uh, skill-based, but also random, so you got to kind of hope you can get um, as far as you can uh, when it comes to um, going through the temple, uh, the game is top down. It's an action game, and you have um, three weapons and a torch that are all um, on uh, square, triangle, circle, and X. And there is a light mechanic that can be manipulated through modification as you play through the temple um, that uh, by default makes it so you take more damage when you're in the dark. When you're light, there's benefits. There is places you can light with your torch. But as you play and different things happen, you can spend actual currency you accrue or become more cursed to get upgrades on your runs. And as you become more cursed, you get um, modifiers to your run that uh, will give you uh, buffs and banes um, to the run. Uh, it's always that, though, which I think is really interesting. Um, you'll get a good and a bad every time you get cursed, and it changes up your... Um, your run each time. Um, 
One being that you can't light torches anymore, but you don't take additional damage in the dark. But you can't see traps as well. All sorts of really interesting stuff. And there is permanent upgrades. Every time you go through a run, you get currencies. You can spend those currencies on new weapons that can show up in your run. Um, new starting weapons uh, before you start your run. And um, perks that actually change the way your character plays. And so on and so forth. We all played it, and let's start with who went first last time? Anybody remember? I think you're up. I'm up? Okay. Um, I think so. So May has been a month of surprises for me. I was excited to play Tribes of Midgard, and it's not that great. I had no opinion on FIFA, and then I played them like, this is an A-minus game. Um, and Curse of the Dead Gods, I had kind of heard about before, but I had no frame of reference of it, but I'd heard a couple people go, yeah, it's pretty fun. It's okay. I like it kind of. Um, so I was like, okay, it's gonna be like an okay game. Cool. Um, actually ended up really liking this game. Um, I like roguelikes. Um, I like the concept of them, but my favorite roguelikes are the ones that have progression. This has progression, so it's doing it right. I also am a fan of slay the spire. So I like its format of being able to pick your path as you play through. I also like that you can end a run there's a there's a final boss you beat it and it has a check mark that goes boom you finish this and you can do it again if you want or you could move on up through the temple and progress so there is a sense of actually accomplishing things as opposed to just randomly hoping go and going like well let's see how far i can get um gameplay is um uh it's good it's it's interesting the system so you can uh, press X and you'll pull your torch out. And if you press X again, you'll swing your torch, light things on fire, but it doesn't do much damage. But then if you have a weapon equipped to uh, square, triangle, or circle, circle's typically a heavy weapon, uh, triangle's like ranged weapons and whips, and then a square will be like um, more melee-centric weapons, um, you can really start kind of uh, comboing um, different kinds of weapons together. So I think the combat is pretty fun. The game does rely heavily on either dodging or parrying. There's not really a block. There's a shield in the game, though. Um, and the parry is pretty responsive. I wish it was a little tighter. And the dodge seems to work just fine. The game has a, a pretty strict stamina system, though, so you got to keep track of that. And the enemies will attack at any time. They don't really kind of wait around for the other enemies to get their turn. They all just kind of go nuts on you, so you got to really watch for those tells. Um, so yeah, I like the combat. Um, I like the format that's very much like Slay the Spire because it feels random and different every time you play. Um, weapon selection as of now, what I've unlocked has been uh, pretty good. I like it's uh, fairly diverse. Um, there's like pistols, uh, bow and arrow, whips, swords, hammers, spears, all sorts of shit. Um, and I think the curse system is interesting because you become cursed over time anyway. And you get those modifiers when you get to a certain level of curse. And I think that happens four or five times a run. Um, but uh, I like that you can buy upgrades throughout it with actual currency you find. Maybe you didn't find a whole lot of gold this run. Uh, or maybe you found a shitload. Or you have um, one of the perks that starts you with a thousand gold, which I liked using. Um, or you decide to use uh you know your your curse meter and spend that to get things that might benefit you on your run it's um it's got a uh, risk versus reward system that's uh uh really good um i really like the balance of it kind of uh, makes you stop and go fuck do i want to do that do i not want to do that and uh i think it's a good formula um bosses are fairly challenging um which is a lot of fun um, it's interesting that it's like the same boss uh, 
per each run. Um, I don't know if I word that well. Uh, each run has its own specific boss at the end. And so you know what you're getting into once you go down a certain thing. And it also has, I think it was either daily or weekly challenges, which give you double rewards for completing them. Um, and then I think they cycle over again at a certain point. So I think that's a cool system for somebody who's like, uh, you know, diehard playing this a lot and they want to um, maybe grind out and get everything unlocked. Um, I like that the game has perks. Um, that's That talks directly to me. Um, you know, in a game like this, if I'm going to pl- sit and play it for a while, I want to, uh, benefit from essentially playing over and over and over again, not just for like, Oh, I, I'm getting better at the game and my skills getting better. So I'm just like flying through now, but more so like, Oh, my guy's becoming more powerful. And now I got all these cool, um, things I can do. Also unlocking new starting equipment, I think is, um, a cool system, um, cause it's always random and you can unlock more and more tables that have different duos of weapons you can start with. Um, so that's always fun. It's always a mystery. You know, when you finish a run and start at the beginning again and you're just like, Oh shit, what weapons are going to show up this time? Um, and then nothing new for roguelikes, but it does allow you to unlock more and more weapons that will show up on the run, uh, which I think is a fun system for roguelikes works really well for that. And this has that. So it's no different. Um, and yeah, any real criticisms I have of it, not really a whole lot. I, I think it's a pretty solid game. I think the traps can be kind of annoying sometimes. You got to be really quick on those. Um, and I think the parry could be a little better, but it really is just a, a timing game. You just got to get, get good at it, I guess. But it did feel kind of off, especially with how much the enemies attack nonstop. I felt it was better for me personally to just dodge, but I'm more of a dodging type person in games anyway. So um, I'd rather just not get hit at all than risk getting hit. Um and yeah, the stamina system, I hated it, but not in an unfair way. I just, uh, I would run out of stamina and get, be fucking pissed. So it's not a complaint. <laughs> it's just more so me going, give me all the fucking stamina. Plus they do a lot of fun things with the modification. Sometimes um, it will knock the fifth stamina um, bar off of your guy, but then like every one you kill, you get two stamina back. So there's a, there's just a different way you got to play now. It just incentivizes you to kill more to keep your stamina up so um they got some really interesting stuff going on in this and uh yeah overall i uh i had a lot of fun this is the only game that i still have installed from this month i do plan on playing it a little bit more um i wasn't gonna keep fifa around but it's a big fucking game i need the space on my ps5 so <laughs> um maybe i can download like a ps4 version or something and put that on my external anyway uh yeah i enjoyed uh curse of the dead gods i think it was um Way better than all that. I guess it's okay. I don't know. I don't like it enough. <laughs> Buy um, a bigger hard drive. Huh? I don't want to. Buy a do bigger that. hard I'm drive. Not, I'm not. <laughs> I'm mostly playing my PC. I just sit around playing PC games. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. I liked it a lot. So uh, the only thing it needs is co op because I think every game needs co op pretty much. So that'd be interesting. Yeah, I would love to play a game co op. Um, let's go with. It's a Chevy. Okay. Um, I'm not a fan. Fo- uh, I already kind of said this earlier. I'm not really a fan of roguelikes. So, um, I'm not a fan of video games. <laughs> so take this with a grain of salt. <laughs> I hated it. Uh, it was, I think, the epitome of okay. <laughs> I think everything about it Damn, was that's okay. quite the. <laughs> that almost sounds like a compliment, like, but also not really. Yeah, it's, I like. 
it, it played pretty much you know how I expected it to play the uh, the systems that are in it. I have seen in other roguelikes, you know, obviously I borrowed a bunch, and a lot of games do that. It's not like a, a knock at it. I just you know wasn't super surprised by anything other than uh, the lighting system. And if I'm going to be quite honest, I don't like lighting systems in any game because I think it's more of a chore than it is a fun thing to do. Um, the you know the power ups were they were fine the the ability to like choose to use money or um i think increasing your curse or whatever or no health health you can use blood yeah to upgrade equipment you know um that was interesting enough you know i got some pretty cool weapons out of it that way um but the the biggest thing i kept running into is like i'd play it and I'm like well I, I like this better in like i don't know um what the hell's the 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 one where you run around shooting everything um by Devolver Digital. I can't remember right now, but Enter everything's a gun in that game. Yeah. Okay. Um, or like, you know, it's actiony like Hades is, or it has okay. like the map system like Slay the Spire has, or like, you know, I just kept, I kept being reminded of other games the whole time I played it. I think the two um, things I like, cause that's interesting. I like that it has the Slay the Spire thing, but Slay the Spire has that. So that's that's fine that they both have it, but it's not an original thing. Sure. But this has a curse system, which I think is the more interesting thing. Um, that that curse is a currency, but then also has the lighting system, and that's going to be a take it or leave it kind of situation. Because you know, yeah. I'm over here going like, that's eh, pretty neat, but for you, you're like, I don't want to fuck around with light. It j- it's a chore. Yeah. yeah, but those are like the two. Uh, I think the two things that make it stand out from other roguelikes, because otherwise, it's pretty standard. Yeah, for sure, and that's why I, I I say I think it's just like a an okay game across the board. Like I don't like I don't really have any criticisms out of personal interests in the in the genre. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like that you know getting to the end and, and fighting a boss. Like you said, you get to go back to the hub and kind of do your thing. Um, spent some currency to give myself extra starting gear the first time I did. Um, you know, it's got pretty at least in the beginning. I didn't get like super far into it, but the puzzles are super simple, which is fine. They don't need to be like crazy complicated. It's just something to keep you engaged while you're also trying not to die from enemies. Um Yeah, I mean I honestly like it it is it it's fine and uh uh I didn't like hate my time with it, but I also I don't know if I'll remember this game. So That's fair. Kind of a weird spot to be in. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, that's pretty much it. all I, I got out of it. I, uh, mm. didn't really, nothing really stood out to me. Um, it was fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. Also, just as a, as a fun little note, uh, for anybody who maybe is a fan of this or completely agrees with you, um, you're the only person I know who is not super into Hades. No, I, 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 it's the only game I've ever refunded on Steam, so. Yeah, <laughs> which I thought was funny because that game yeah. came out. Everybody's going nuts about it. And I played it. I really liked it. it. Yep. You picked it up and you're like, I refunded it. I'm like, that's wild. I would have refunded yeah. it if I could. Dang. I didn't like it either. <laughs> I, not, I forgot you got it. Yeah. So That's just, how little I cared about it. Just to add some, uh, some, some flavor to your position on this game. When it comes to roguelikes, you kind of mentioned you're not really big on them, so... It's, it's not my thing. I think I think elements of the the genre work, but you have to have like really strong um, other elements. I think to to keep yeah. me engaged. I don't I don't play games for difficulty alone. That doesn't that doesn't do anything for me. 
Yeah, that's why progression and roguelike is so important to me because I can sit there and I can play a game and be like, I'm going to get good at this. That's fine. I can do that. I've done it a million times. But I do like to invest my time into things where I get more and more from it. And so, and that's so standard nowadays in almost every kind of game. I mean, even in FIFA 22, I'm leveling up. In Call of Duty, I'm leveling up. If I'm playing fucking anything, I'm leveling up and getting stuff. And if I'm just playing a roguelike for like, how far can you get? Oh, was this a good run? Oh, you failed. Do it again. Um, it's not enough for me. But, um, yeah. you know, to this game's credit and other modern roguelikes, um, you know, it has it has progression. So, which is yeah, yeah, cool. For sure. Um, yeah, I just prefer something like a handcrafted adventure. Yeah. It's, it's not something generated to get you to just recycle and repeat over and over and over again. The same thing, yeah. That's fair. Anything else? All right, Sarah, give it to us. Um, well, I also don't like roguelikes, um, so I think that will be telling. Um, I do. I think maybe I liked it a little bit more than Chevy did, just based on uh, how he talked about it. Um, but yeah, I, I don't like roguelikes so uh i i kind of prefer being able to like build a character versus just kind of having to start over um and i don't really mind the like uh kind of the difficulty that that brings um i kind of like playing difficult games just for the sake of playing them but um roguelikes just have never really done it for me um that being said i did like this game more than I thought I would, um, kind of going in knowing that it was a roguelike. So um, I liked the light system. Uh, I thought it was an interesting added element that adds a little bit of strategy to the gameplay. Um, you know, taking less damage in the light and then having um, like pillars you can light, but then the minute you use your weapon, you know, your light goes away. So. Um, I thought that was something interesting. Um, I liked some of the weapons I uh, had an opportunity to try. Um, I thought the combat was fun and engaging. Um, I kind of just feel like it's a pretty solid game. Um, It doesn't really do a whole lot of interesting or unique things. Um, but I do feel like sometimes roguelikes tend to just kind of, uh, overcomplicate things, um, for the sake of being unique and interesting. Uh, so I appreciated that that, this game didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think the game looks cool. I think it plays well. I, I do like that it has a little bit of like a Slay the Spire feeling to it because I think that's a really solid game. Um, yeah, I think overall it was maybe a little bit better than okay, but pretty but much okay. But it wasn't Deep Rock Galactic. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Not that they're comparable. Mm-mm. Nothing compares to Deep Rock Galactic. Rock and Stone, baby. Um, yeah, so it's, it sounds like you're pretty positive about it. Yeah. I thought you were going to fucking shell over it for some reason. You're like, I am a little more positive than Chevy, but this shit sucks. Um, no, there was there was a lot that I liked about it. And I think if I ever 
was like, you know what? I'm going to play a roguelike. Um, I maybe would download this game and play it. But I don't yeah. think that, I don't see that happening. Yeah. So. And when it comes to roguelikes, I, uh, this, this, for me personally, it's, it's, I think it's pretty good, but, you know, I still would, I think, rather play something like Hades or, um, for sure, uh, Dead Cells. That's, that's like my favorite roguelike. Um, I still try Rogue Legacy 2, though. I fucking love the original. Um, but yeah. It's pretty good. Anything else? Mm-mm. Anything else to say on it? Nope. All right. Um, all right. All fair. Let's uh, jump into recommendations. I think the easy ones are, uh, if you like roguelikes, it's it's a fucking roguelike. Um, if you like what they did with Slay the Spire when it comes to um, going down different paths, this has the exact same system. So if you dug that, you're going to dig this. Um, if you like top-down um, uh, you know, action-y games, uh, you know, with not permanent loot, well, kind of, I don't know. Um uh, I would check this out. Um, <laughs> what can you unlock shit, but you don't like keep the stuff you get. So, yeah. um, if you like uh, the idea of a uh, curse system uh, as you're playing through a game that uh, you know fucks you over, makes your game harder, but also benefits you as well at the same time, it's a really interesting um, mixture of things. Uh, I would I would say check it out. Um, it, it's really it's really hard for me to like think of specifics on what I would recommend this to because or type person I would recommend this to because it is just a strip roguelike. So if the idea of a curse system, a lighting system and slay the spire style, um, runs sounds appealing to you and your roguelikes, I highly recommend it. I think you'll really dig it. If you're not really into roguelikes, this is not going to change your mind. I don't think it's not the one play dead cells. That'll change your mind. Hades might change your mind. Not Chevy's, not Sarah's, but maybe yours. Um, do you guys have any, uh, recommendations? Um. No. <laughs> Not a thought. I appreciate yeah. the thought. I don't, about think, it. I don't think there's anything to add to that. No. <laughs> to to the no. I tried nothing I, to add. No. No, there's not. I really tried. I was like, there's a lot of elements to this. I think people like, but straight up, if you don't like roguelike games, it just is one. So like, th- this is what you got. You better like roguelikes because that's what you're playing. Yeah. Um. And single player too, no co-op. Not that you know they all have co-op, but this is a strip single player game. So if you don't got friends, it's gonna be great for you. Um, <laughs> let's jump into grades. I've this whole episode I've been forgetting the order of everything, so um, I'll grade it first. Uh, I liked this uh, quite a bit. Um, I think it's a really solid roguelike. Um, really good, better than I thought it was gonna be. Like I said before, I only heard like, okay. Um, so I, I thought it was great. Uh, I'm going to give it a really strong B plus. Um, I really had a lot of fun with it. I still have it installed. I plan on playing it more. Um, and again, I recommend it to anybody who likes roguelikes. If you didn't, if you skipped over this one, play it. You're going to like it probably. So, um, but yeah, strong B plus solid game. Really good. And another surprise. Every single game this month was a fucking surprise for me. I was like, well, that's going to be whatever. That's probably going to be pretty cool. FIFA. And it, and it was all the opposite. So. Uh, Sarah, grade it. Um, I think I'm gonna give it a B. Um, I did. I did. I don't. I don't think I there's anything bad about the game. Um, besides just it inherently being a roguelike that I don't like. Um. <laughs> 
but uh, yeah, I think it, it does some things well. I think it's interesting enough. Um, I, you know, enjoyed my time with it. I just don't think I'm, I'm going to do it again. Fair. No second run. All right. Uh, Chevy, what would you grade it? Yeah, I'm probably also going to give it a B outside of my personal interest. I do think it is, it's made well and it does what it wants to do. So, um, you know, I don't like it, but that doesn't mean it's a bad game. So, mm. um, yeah, I think B is fair. I, I do think it, it has, it is very like pretty basic and it has plenty of room to grow. So I wanted to, I want to leave some room there in that regard, but yeah, it's fine. Yeah. So two B's and a B plus did pretty good. And uh, let that be kind of a reminder uh, every once in a while, especially lately, I've had people kind of questioning the review method and uh, pretty much I, I view it as my own personal interest in the game, but also my perceived quality of the game. And I try to put my own thoughts into how much I enjoyed it. But also if I think a game's high quality, I, I would hate to give it a low grade because it's not specifically for me. So I try to marry the two, if that makes sense. And then also we do the grading system because I think um, a one through 10 is, is really boring because everybody expects a seven or up. So the rest of the, the thing's fucked. Whereas like with a C it's passing with a B it's good with an A it's, it's excels. And then obviously with the DNF it's uh you know, pretty bad range. So uh, just kind of wanted to discuss that real quick. Cause last uh, plus club I had some people questioning the, um, the format. That's uh, that's at least where I come from. But I tell people, anybody who participates in Plus Club or any of our review shows, um, review it how you want. It's your fucking opinion. Uh, there's no rules. There's no hard rules. So just you know, be objective and fair, and subjective. So yeah, with that, uh, yeah, let us know. Was, Go ahead. I was just gonna say. Also, I like at least for me, at least it, it's uh, you know, we're uh, we don't have like because we don't have a hard rule structure, you know, for it. We don't like. You, know, you go to some review sites and you see like, oh, we're going to give it this for graphics, this for sound, this for story, this for the blah, 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 blah. And then they, they aggregate those into an average and, and that's how they get their score. It's more of just like, you know, uh, experience versus like a, just a feel of how it is for a game. Like I could love a game and it could be buggy as shit and I'm going to call it out for being buggy as shit regardless yeah. of how much I love it. I think a good example of that is Earth Defense Force. That mm -hmm. game is janky as all hell. I yeah. love that game. Yeah, and the and the grading method is more so reserved as a more discussionary point of view. It's not it's not it's not the finite final like this is what it is because we also are just reviewing our experience in the last month. I could play this another month and grade higher or lower. So it's all about sure. the discussion, but just to kind of give a uh, an idea of where we're set settling when it comes to um, you know what we would grade it in in our impression. Sure. So. They're not, they're not game journal fucking grading systems. So. Yeah. Well, and with those more analytical grades, they get questioned all the fucking time. They're like, you gave this game a fucking nine, but you gave this an eight and they get like really pissed. And I'm like, yeah, cause people don't value anything under their seven. So like if you have a very small range to tell people what you, what you thought of it and they don't read the rest of it, they just fucking see the number and go, what the fuck? So shout sure. out to death loop 10 out of 10. True. Yeah, that's a five, that's a ten apparently. Um, on our grading scale, I'd probably give that game a B. Um, 
Anyway, uh, let us know in the comments what do you guys think of Curse of the Dead Gods. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Do you like roguelikes? And how does that impact the way you view this game if you did play? And if you didn't play it, tell me why you didn't play it. And um, let me know everything you're thinking about about all the games we played in May. But that's going to do it for this episode of Plus Club. Um, as always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on our socials and streams. Links down below. Check us out on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us in audio form. Uh, we have a Discord if you'd like to talk to us anytime, all the time. Link down below. And we have a Patreon if you'd like to support this channel even more than liking, commenting, sharing, subscribing. If you're brand new, thank you, Sarah, for joining me. Thank you, Chevy, for joining me. And thank you guys for joining me until the next episode, which will be game of the month. Have a good one, guys, and take it easy.